Hi, everybody, and welcome to So It's Come to This, a Simpsons Family Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Patrick. You pointing at me? Pointing at you. Um, Every time. My name's Corey. Hi. Hello. How are you? She paused like she had to look that uh, up. <laughs> my name is... Uh, it's on the script. It's on Corey. The shirt. Yes. Um, by the way, after, la- after the last episode, uh, Brian gave me COVID. Well, I gave it to myself first. So. You don't give yourself COVID, dum dum. Brian was sick. Yep. And then, and then the next day, tested positive. Tested for positive COVID. after we recorded an episode. That yep. was fun. So yeah, you were in the midst of COVID <laughs> during yeah, that episode. I thought I had it. I thankfully never tested positive. Yeah. So lucky Patrick was in the clear, but um, unfortunately Corey on what was it Wednesday? Yep. Uh, right before Thanksgiving. Right before you were supposed to get your shot, too. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yep, she was supposed to get her shot on Friday. I was supposed to get my booster on Friday, <laughs> but it did not happen, obviously. So, yeah, so our Thanksgiving was a little... Uh, oh, no. I'm not going to say abnormal, because the last couple of years, there really hasn't been a normal Thanksgiving. So. Which is fine with me. Yeah. But um, but how was yours, Patrick? Ours was nice. Uh, one, you know, once we realized we didn't have COVID, uh, <laughs> we went we went over for some for some food at the in-laws, and it was good. And got our Christmas stuff all up. So it's uh, it's nice. We're in the we're in the midst of the Christmas swing. We're loving it. Mm-hmm. How about you guys? Um, yeah, so we're getting there. I mean, we got our outdoor stuff up as yeah. you probably saw on the way in, but hopefully we're putting indoor up today. So, because we yeah. wanted to wait for the kids to be here. So, Kaylin is here this weekend, and obviously Lou is here temporarily. So, we will get that, and then eventually we'll get B over here to help us with something. So, we'll see how that goes. But, all right. So, without any... I and hope Dean that, is always here. Yes. So, we hope that you guys had a good Thanksgiving. Hopefully, you were able to spend it COVID-free and uh, with friends and or family. So, um, but without any further ado, speaking of friends and or family, Corey, why don't you hit us with a romper room shout-out? That was a pretty good transition, if that I was say a, so myself. Was, it was fine. <laughs> that was a segue off a cliff. Good for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I doing again? Robert, Robert, shut up. That's right. Here's my mirror. It's great. Wonderful. Uh, let's see who I see. I see Caleb, and I see Jess, and I see Mike, and Maurice, and Susie, known as the Boogeyman's Closet, and go take a listen to it. Whether you're 18, maybe you're not 18, maybe you're 98 and at the gym and want to be a little disruptive. I don't know any 98-year-olds at the gym, but I'm always open to new friends. Speaking of friends, my friend Josh, who gave me a shout-out, I'm raised by rentals, so I'm giving you another shout-out, Joshua, and it will just be this infinite loop of shouting each other out. Yeah, yeah. We all have podcasts. Josh, you're in my top eight. Podcast poking. Um, <laughs> that's no, no thanks, no thanks. Um, Josh, you're in my top eight. Uh, and speaking of top eights, my friend Matt is also in my top eight. My best friend Timothy. This is a very old reference, guys. Once upon a time, there was a thing called MySpace, and they made you rank your friends. Sure did. It's true. You said on the last episode, <laughs> hit me up, and I'll put you in my top eight. I just... At which point, we lost what all a, of our... What a, what a world we lived in. What a time it was. I never did MySpace, though. 
Well, you're a loser. I didn't come on until Facebook. Well. He was still on AOL chat rooms <laughs> at that point. ASL, <laughs> Ryan's anyone, technology anyone? adoption has never been at speed. Correct. Um, <laughs> Count Creepyhead Mike, I see you there. Hello. Uh, my friend Sam, super fan Sam, is what no one calls her ever. Nope. <laughs> Never <laughs> completed her homework. Uh, speaking of friends, my friend Dawn, there you are. You're you're right there waving to me, and I'm waving back to you. Uh, you can't see me because you don't have a mirror, or maybe you do. Dawn, do you have a mirror? And do you see me in it? Wow. <laughs> Mind-blowing. <laughs> wow. Um, and Nikki, I don't know. Are you alive? I haven't seen. Please let me know. Alive, but please let me know if you're alive or not. And uh, who else? Joey. And um, is there anyone I'm missing in my romper room mirror? Did you say Carl? Carl, Carl, Carl. I said Carl three times. He hasn't appeared. So. It's like Beetlejuice. Um, and I'm going to assume that... <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad that I'm doesn't going, happen. I'm going to assume my friend Hunter also listens, but I have not had the confirmation. Hold on one second. Or denied. I'm just going to say I wish it did happen, because could you just imagine Carl's face like, wait, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was in the shower. <laughs> oh, no, Carl. <laughs> uh... Let's let's get on to the real people. Um, hello to Mark and Josh and Jennifer and Lindsay and uh, Rhoda, who was in the uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade with Unvogue. I'm very proud of you. And JC and Tony and basically everyone who was ever in the Mickey Mouse Club ever, except, except for you, Carrie Russell. And if you need to know why, then you're a bigger dummy than I thought you were. Um <laughs> And hello to uh, ah, Durs and Blake and Adam and Kyle. And hello to uh, Anthony Mackey, who is a handsome man. And hello to Sebastian Stan. Speaking of handsome, ha-cha-cha. Um, and hello to, um, I don't know. Hello to Timothy Oliphant. Also speaking of handsome. I hope you're happy now. Man, Walton, Walton Goggins? Goggins! Danny McBride. New listener, Danny McBride. I think he's listening. I love your work, Danny. I'm sure he's been Do you want to be out. friends with me? Probably not. Um, and Long pause. Hello to... Are you waiting for a response? I, I'm waiting for a response. <laughs> Danny, let me know. It's a good place um, to put crickets in the podcast. <laughs> Aquafina, hello. And... Uh, Simu Liu, uh, Sterling K. Brown, hello, how are you? I hope you're happy. Speaking of, I hope I'm, I'm hope, I hope someone's happy. Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton is going to be in the Buffalo, New York area very soon. No, he is. He's playing with the Philharmonic on December 6th. Michael, are you listening? If you are. Come on to the pod. And you don't have a place to stay. <laughs> I have an extra couch with your name on it, friend. Uh, we can sing Time, Love, and Tenderness. You know what? We'll put him in <laughs> Kaylin's bed. She won't be here. She, Yeah, you have your own bedroom, Michael Bolton. I, I, hope, I hope you like loft beds. If I come over to podcast next episode and Michael, Michael Bolton walks here? out wearing a towel, I'm going to be real confused. <laughs> in more ways than one. hey <laughs> 
I love Michael Bolton. Andy Samberg, hello. Uh, the Lonely Island. Um, the Please Don't Destroy Kids. That's right. You're all kids to me. Um, and uh, I don't know. Peter Cetera, Kenny G. I think Peter Cetera was on the Thanksgiving Day Parade, too. <laughs> um, no, it was Chicago. It was Chicago. Belle Biv DeVoe, our listeners. Well, actually, only Belle and Biv, not DeVoe. <laughs> DeVoe has better things to do. He knows what he did. Um, No, no. I'd love to be friends with DeVoe, but he just has better things to do than listen to our stupid podcast. His words, not mine. And, of course, my best friend, Dick Gear. We did it. Silver Fox, we did it. It's done. Here's a question. Has Richard Gere done any uh, holiday movies? He's probably been on a Hallmark Um, movie or two, right? What was that movie where he was sick? Or maybe Winona Ryder was sick. Someone was dying in a movie. It was in New York. Sounds like a movie from the 90s. Um, That's a rom-com if I've ever heard one. <laughs> What's that? Sleepless in Seattle. And it, it was, it was really weird because she was romance right so there. much younger than him. Then she but, falls in love with his brother. But it, but it was... Uh, no, that's why you were sleeping. Um, All right. Well, while you're looking that right. up... I often we may have some of our listeners movies. screaming at their uh, podcast device saying, "Why it's Get this film? It. It's this one?" No or one's no one is. No one's or doing no, that. Nobody exist. does that. But anyways, hey, maybe you'd like to reach out to us if you know a movie that Richard Gere was in. You it's, tell us no, about. it was called Autumn in New York, and uh, so that wouldn't qualify. No. So I mean, maybe holiday like Thanksgiving. Yeah, there you but, go. But anyways, uh, if you'd like to reach out to us, get us on email. So it's come to this. Winona Ryder was dying, not Richard Gere. <laughs> Instagram, so it's come to this underscore pod, and on Facebook, so it's come with the number two. This. Would what you... about X? It's gonna give it to you, but we are not. Would you consider Chicago a holiday movie? Here's a fun fact. Or no. Here's a fun guess. No. By the time this episode releases, will X still even be a thing? Because no. it's getting mm. bad over there. Is it? There's like every advertiser's leaving. Yeah, everyone's jumping ship. Nice. Elon's like, I don't need advertisers, and then they all left. And they're like, okay. And he's like, we'll see. Oh. <laughs> How do I run a business now? Oh. <laughs> so I don't know. Over under. I guess we'll see. Well, let we'll, us know, friends. We'll let report us know. back. We we'll are we back. are in the past right now. Correct. And December third. <laughs> so we'll have to see what happens. And then again, we could say Simpsons did it because that's true. We reported a few episodes ago, is, we did. and I did just watch that episode this week, so it was fun. All right, so anyway, just one quick Ion Springfield segment. Um, I was telling Corey about this earlier this week, and I think she's very excited. Patrick, you may be excited as well. Karen Gillan hey. will be appearing on an upcoming episode. It's going to be premiering tonight, December third, and she will be playing Maisie M A I S I E. Groundskeeper Willie's like girlfriend. Like Maisie Williams? Yes. So she's going to be playing Groundskeeper Willie's girlfriend. Not a listener. The episode is called I, Bonnie Romance. Sees the Simpsons swap Springfield for Scotland after Willie is kidnapped and taken back to his homeland. So not only do we get Karen Gillan in this episode, David Tennant, fellow oh. Scotsman. Mm. Will also be on the episode, voicing a character called 
Pa McWeldon. So there's definitely going to have to be some kind of Doctor Who reference in this episode. Like, if they don't put one I would in, hope so. they're missing an opportunity. Yeah. Well, good for the ugliest man in Glasgow to get a <laughs> to get a gal like Karen Gillum. How dare you talk about David Tennant like that? Oh, no! <laughs> Not David Tennant. But in response to this, Ms. Gillen told of her delight, saying on social media, I can finally announce the role I was born to play. That's right, folks. I'm Groundskeeper Willie's new Scottish love interest in The Simpsons. So honored to join this legendary show. And the actress also posted a photo on Instagram showing her red-haired character dancing with Willie. So, should be interesting. We'll check Hmm. that out. All right, Hmm. and that is all I have for our Ion Springfield today. So now we'll turn it over here to Corey. Yeah. So, we have a new segment. Good for you. Oh, good for you. Good for, good for you. you. Good for you. <laughs> so do we have anything for good for you today? Uh, we do. Um, it's my good friend Mike Alvarez, who doesn't sleep. Because he's, he's on podcasting. a trillion podcasts. Doing artwork. Doing the Lord's work. Doing an actual job. Yes, actually still. work. Doing the Lord's work and raising Caleb with Jess. Mm -hmm. But he is shutting down his Etsy shop after the holidays because Etsy is just, it's not going the way it used to. It's it's bad for everyone. Yes. But if you would like to shop and get like a nice print, we're full of prints around here from Mike. We're full of something. And it's Prince. <laughs> um, the Etsy shop is Mike Alvarez Art. Mike, capital M. Alvarez, capital A. Art, capital A. Good for you, Mike. <laughs> Good for you. Also, a weird pause. <laughs> All weird pause. All right. Um, is there anything in the world of Scandaval? Or God, I hope past that right now. So I, I Is he still on that show with Jojo Siwa? He is. <laughs> oh, he he is actually. No, it's shocking. But So it, he lasted so, longer than Schwartzy on Stars on Mars? Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. I'm not um it's not about Sandoval, but uh there's a new lady in the podcast world and her name's Rachel. Oh boy. No. <laughs> I think you mean Raquel. I said what I said. Um, <laughs> she is going to have a podcast. I believe it is in January. Of never. It, it, no. If Coming January 2024. And it's called. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called Rachel Goes Rogue. Does she even know how, nope. to, how to pronounce that word? She's no. going to say Rachel. Rachel goes through. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Good luck to her. Good for you, Good for Rachel. You. Oh. oh, boy. All right. I can't well, imagine her on a podcast, can you? Oh, my God. And that vocal fry? Uh, hello. On to Welcome the to my podcast, Rachel Goes Rouge. <laughs> it's about all my favorite rouges that I use. Wait, that's not the name of the episode. I'm not dumb. 
I have a college degree. (laughs) Good for you, Rachel. Good for you. you. Check it out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, without any further ado, why don't we jump into our episode here? So, Patrick, you picked this one. I did. Why don't you tell us what you picked? Uh, So, I chose uh, episode overall. Actually, I don't even have the overall number. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's 150. Overall episode 155 uh, from season 8, episode 2, You Only Move Twice. Production code 3F23, originally aired on November 3rd, 1996. Directed by Mike B. Anderson and written by John Swartzwelder. It was 18 and 96. Yeah. Uh, and featuring guest appearances by Albert Brooks and Sally Stevens. Yeah, she sang the song at the end. Uh, our chalkboard gag, I did not learn everything I needed to know in kindergarten. And the couch gag, everyone parachutes into the living room except for Homer, who falls flat onto the floor. Oh. <laughs> right. Very violently, too. Yes. Like, it's aggressive. All right. Oh, one quick thing I do want to mention before we jump in here. Um, last episode, we mentioned that there was, we were jumping ahead, and that was going to be our 87th episode. Why, And Dean? then I said, oh, I'm going to go and rename all of the episodes, or renumber all of the episodes. Yeah, how'd that go? I chose not to do that because I was like, it's going to get confusing because in every episode we're like, welcome to our blank, blank episode, and then it's not going to match up. And I thought that was especially going to be important when we celebrated our 69th episode with Mr. Stephen Lewis and made a big deal about it yeah. because then it would have been episode 70. <laughs> <laughs> true so basically we're just not going to have an episode named 86 so if you're curious and are wondering wait did i miss something yes you did an episode you did it just doesn't exist no you missed it someday we'll discover a long lost episode 86 oh there no you missed it and then we got then spotify got rid of it for obvious reasons and you can never find it again that's true so it's it's for the best i mean that weird that weird racist diatribe that from dean (laughs) from dean Dean. it it was a dean led episode and it was just dean went off the rails (laughs) dean had been spending too much time on the internet And we got him some help, so it's okay. Yeah. So he's fine now. To not know about episode 86. Yes. So, anyways, <laughs> moving past episode 86, uh, we are on episode 88. 88. So, um, a few things about this episode before we jump in. Patrick, did you have anything to add? Uh, I have a handful of things here. Um, so, the original concept came from an idea by Greg Daniels where they wanted the family to move away, and they actually hoped the audience would like fall for it and be yes. like are they seriously leaving springfield so that's why like there's that scene where everyone says goodbye mm-hmm. um along with the idea of uh homer getting a new job with a nice boss very different than mr burns um and then the third the fact that that new boss was supposed to be like a like a bond villain yeah ernst 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 stavro, stavro blofeld yes. which if you don't know who that is which i didn't until i looked it up and as soon as i saw him i knew exactly He's the uh, the Bond villain that they um, essentially had um, Doctor Evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the guy with the bald guy with the cat. So that was the original thought. Yeah, Blofeld's the very old, mm-hmm. very old Bond villain. Um, I saw that they did say that the they tried to give every family member a storyline, which is nice. Um, which I hadn't really thought about until I read that that bit, and it's every. There's a progression for every single person. Right. Lisa doesn't get quite as much, um, but yeah, the four 
the four family members really got their own thing, so it was nice. Um, although apparently they they had a whole storyline where there was supposed to be Grandpa who gets left behind in Springfield <laughs> and just keeps getting re- recorded phone calls mm-hmm. from the family. And it was go it went it said it went on for four sequences, all of which were cut from the episode due to time constraints. But were later on the DVD release. I'd, I'll have to. I don't think I still have my Simpsons DVDs. I'll have to go back and see if I can find those clips. I, I know someone that still has all those them. DVDs. Um, the, the other thing I thought was funny was seeing that they apparently were arguing over the idea of whether they should include the oppress, the depressing idea of Marge becoming an alcoholic. <laughs> and I, I'll talk more about that when we get when to we it. Get there, yeah. I love that. That's a good bet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so there was a lot of disagreement over whether they should include that or not. So. And you say Lisa doesn't get a lot, but she gets the worst, which is allergic to everything which is basically what i am she needed kaylin to give her the pollen count <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't that's true i still i know i talk to listeners to this day who still miss the pollen count who name them i live with the one. Oh, okay <laughs> it's benji <laughs> benji really misses the pollen count <laughs> anyways um also, there was a. Uh, I saw something that said that they didn't really bother writing most of Albert Brooks's lines because they knew he would just change them or I improv love them. Uh, so, like entire sections of Scorpio's dialogue, such as the hammock speech, are just <laughs> entirely his own creation, not yep. the writer's. Oh, the uh, hammock speech. So that's good. So, and they even said too, like Dan Castellaneta, like described, like he didn't even know how to really respond. Yeah, to him, which says a lot because he's a pretty good yeah. improviser as well yeah and to be kind of taken off guard like yeah he's that, like oh something. i planned something to respond to what you just said and then you didn't say that same thing anymore right so now i have to be <laughs> come up with something totally different <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. oh and they I also saw that they said that because of all the improv albert brooks lines his recording ended up going over two hours oh, oh my gosh, gosh. <laughs> that sounds about can right can you imagine that's good. And of course, obviously, we have a lot of references to the James Bond films, mm-hmm. Mr. Bont, which is the <laughs> right. closest legal name they could get. <laughs> yeah, because I I, they did want to make it Bond, yeah. but then they Fox like, is like, no, 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 you can't do it. We're going to get in trouble. We're going to get sued. And did you see that originally uh, Scorpio was supposed to be in the Simpsons movie? Yes. But then they ultimately felt a new character was a better idea, and then Albert Brooks played Russ Cargill in the Simpsons movie, but apparently it was supposed to be Hank Scorpio coming back, which would have been interesting. Interesting yeah. to try and write that in that way. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they would have explained it. I, I do enjoy the, the the Cowboys v. Broncos. I didn't get the joke. Yeah, so he's dis- so. he's disappointed because like at that time like the Cowboys were just like crushing it. Like when the episode was on, the Cowboys had won five Super Bowls. It certainly wasn't the Bills. It was not the Bills. <laughs> well, they beat the Bills twice in the Super Bowl. Two of those, yeah, two of those wins were the Bills, against the Bills, whereas the Broncos were really not good, however... And had been to multiple Super Bowls, but always got destroyed any time yes. they went there. Yes. Um, in contrast, the Cowboys, though, so actually, ironically, in real life, the Broncos have been far more successful since the episode aired, appearing in four Super Bowls and winning three, oh. where the Cowboys have not appeared in the Super Bowl since 1996. Oh, no! So since Homer Simpson took ownership of the Broncos, 
as of they're doing great said january 2023 yep the team is not lost to the dallas cowboys in the seven games that the two teams have played since this episode aired the broncos are seven and oh outscoring the cowboys by a combined 232 you know, to 159 it must have been all of those Ridiculous motivational talks exactly. <laughs> tom landry's hat yes man. tom landry's hat thank you yeah power of that um, I did also see that because of the new uh, Cypress Creek and that coming up, the animators had to design completely new sets yeah. for the episode. So uh, Christian Roman, John Reese, and Mike Anderson storyboarded the episode. And I guess in the original animatics, Santa's Little Helper and Snowball 2 were not present. So they actually went back in and added them. Yeah, I saw that. Even though they're basically not part of the story at all. Right. Um, I did also see that a lot of people think that Hank Scorpio was designed and modeled after Richard Branson. Oh. But they actually said that's not the yeah, case. Yeah, I don't think he's really that much like Richard And Branson. they just basically I can feel see that he's the perfect madman. Yeah, well, and he's friendly. Like, he's very approachable. Like, he's Listen, a nice guy. Richard right, Branson, being... some would say, is the perfect madman. That's also mm-hmm. possible. Yeah. Allegedly. Yes. <laughs> we don't want to get in trouble. We don't want to get sued. I love you, Richard Branson. We have thankfully not heard from Kerry Russell's. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Branson, if if any of your companies would like to sponsor you know, Yeah, sponsor us. Virgin Air, I hear that that's a wonderful airline. Throw us a couple tickets, we'll be happy I've with never that. been on it because we're poor. Virgin but... Podcast Network, uh, it's a, it could be a thing. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Maybe not. Uh... <laughs> Back that could go in a very wrong direction. Kind of pod, Back yeah. in the early aughts, I had Virgin Mobile. Okay. There you go. So. Yep. Um, so, Corey, I think you'll appreciate this. I will. Um, Bart's remedial class. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a class full of arsonists and people <laughs> who have mittens pinned to their jackets no matter what the season is. So, initially, their <clears> hair <throat> was all supposed to look like Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> but apparently, because the kids all looked a little off. Yeah, yeah, they were like, quote, kind of troubled. Kind of troubled. <laughs> they were like, yeah, we got to change the way these kids all look. But I did notice that I'm they all from kind Canada. of sound like Ralph. There's weird little elements to them. Yes. They say I'm we'll, slow. We'll get, yeah, when we get there, that's okay. Hey. All right, I feel like we got to get into it. Yeah, I we got to talk about there. this episode. It's such a good one. We're not talking about it yet? All right, so I'll kick us off with our action. Oh, wait, one real oh. quick thing. Oh, yeah. Actually, two quick things uh, before we go. They, they're very quick, though. Albert Brooks has the second highest number of guest appearances, trailing only Phil Hartman, which I think saying Mm -hmm. Phil Hartman's a guest star is a little questionable. I'd almost put him in the original Mm -hmm. cast. Uh, He wasn't, though. Yeah. So he's had the most guest appearances outside of Phil Hartman. And I did like this. The license plate on the Lil Lugger moving van, it's 3F23. That's the production code. That's why I knew it had to be something. Yep. I didn't catch it when I saw it, but I... All right. All right. So, yeah, let's jump in here. Act one. Act one. On his way to work one morning, Smithers is offered a job at the Globex Corporation, (laughs) but refuses. Being the next longest tenured employee of the plant, Homer gets the job. He informs his family that the new job pays better, but involves them moving to Cypress Creek. The family initially opposes, but they watch a video about the plant community, and seeing that it is much nicer than Springfield, agree to move there. Abandoning their house, the Simpsons pack up and leave town. Where is Cypress Creek? Uh, It's upstate. Somewhere upstate. Somewhere upstate. <laughs> Very, yeah, it's, it's... Somebody should build a town that works. And it's <laughs> I was going Street. to say that. <laughs> the whole recruiting Smithers bit at the beginning, though, yes. is, it's still 
it cracks. But he's. I, I work for Mr. Burns. Monty Burns. What's wrong with this country? Can't a man walk down the street without being offered a job? Well, and like, honestly, I don't know that Smithers would have been good for that job. No. Like, that's not the kind of, like, I mean, not that Homer does a lot with nuclear power, but like, Smithers is really just a, an assistant. A lackey, if you a will. A lackey, yeah. Like, Maybe he, that's why they wanted him. Yeah, I don't know that he would have been a good motivator, though. But benefits for him and his life partner? That's true. Yes. Yeah, that was a nice... Nice nod there. Yeah, and I was trying to like kind of figure out when they actually did confirm yeah. that Smithers was out. Obviously it was before this, but I was like, that was a nice little nod. Yeah. You know, to try to include him. Um thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Bart's lawyer is here. That's why yes. I can't believe Springfield. I <laughs> But I I Bart's lawyer? Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun little I line. didn't I didn't know we got into that much yeah, trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever watched the show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not lawyer trouble. I mean, he did decapitate a statue. We got to talk well, about that. We got uh, talk the whole about Australia. The yeah, that's true. So, I mean, he, he pretty much upset an entire country. Um, what's his face? So you're talking about, uh... Lionel Hutz? Yes, Lionel yes. Hutz. Sorry, Miguel, Miguel Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> But. Also, when they were packing up and they have the clawfoot tub and Flanders is like, oh, I let you borrow my tub. Why would you let anyone borrow your tub? <laughs> yeah. And that looked like a nice tub. Yeah, it was packed up all sorts of weird, too. Yeah. Like, he puts the belt sander and is the last thing that's yeah. in there. The <laughs> yeah. TV is facing outward with no covering or anything mm-hmm. on it. But I did appreciate the two things that, outside of the tub, the two things that Flanders asks for, the sander and the... the um, serving trays yeah both there are episodes <laughs> where he does the tv lend trays. those to oh, homer yeah. so they actually did kind of continue that continuity with that so long stink town <laughs> <laughs> this town's been really good to us dad no one no, hasn't. hasn't that's why we're leaving but yeah everybody saying goodbye was like uh is springfield really that bad like everybody's mm-hmm. saying goodbye to him look at right. that mm-hmm. the chimney falling down as the house is, is falling into decay is great. And it's still and on, it's the, ground still the, on the ground yeah. And continuously throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. So I appreciated the continuity yeah, of that. Because nice. a lot of times on this show, they don't do things like that, where they'll show something like that, and then the next scene, it's fine. Whoa, but this even, place has windows? <laughs> I can't afford this place. <laughs> but even all the way at the end, when they return, yeah. the chimney yeah. is so still, still down on the ground. On the yeah, ground. I was like, longer grass very, very around good. Um, I really like the Cypress Creek video. Homer was bored by it at the start. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to get us to move there. Oh, yeah. Let's watch oh, yeah, this. Let's watch the bum that turns into a mailbox. That Right. A town that works just means lots of yeah. coffee shops, and there's no bum yes. because it's just mailbox. Lots of coffee it shops. Yes. Coffee shop. A coffee cart in front of the coffee shops. Yes. And now, apparently, that hobo or that bum, whatever you'd like to refer him as, he was modeled after James L. Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yes. That's good. Um, going back, one thing I did Wait, is he stabbing people with a sobo knife? Oh, no. (laughs) He's not from the falls. (laughs) (laughs) And that's later. Um, when, Corey, you mentioned about Bart's lawyer. Yeah. I also like that whole, 
uh, segment of what Marge is saying because they also have friends, family, and library cards. Library yes, cards. Library. And the fact that she mentions, I've dug myself, or I have myself a, In nice, a nice little, little rut. rut, and I'm not about to hoist myself out of it. <laughs> and then Homer says, just bring the rut with you, honey. <laughs> I just thought that was funny that she's like, yeah, I've just dug myself into a rut. And I don't want But who eat. hasn't done that from right. time to time? And Lisa, dug themselves into a rut. Lisa remarking that the people weren't shoving or knocking each other down. And immediately Bart, followed by yeah. Bart knocking her down. That's classic writing. That's yes, good. that was very, very good. Um, and then, of course, Homer's lifelong dream. To own the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, that's adorable. It's so cute. <laughs> Promise he won't laugh. <laughs> they all laugh. Even March. And yes, uh, obviously this episode shows its age, because when Homer does present the tape, it's a VHS tape. (laughs) So yes, kids, if you don't know what that is, ask your parents. Yeah, they used to put these things, and that wasn't even the dumb one. Laserdisc, I feel like, was a real dumb one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, which is essentially a CD the size of a vinyl record. Yeah, Yeah. giant platters of movie. (laughs) You could serve food on them now. Although, still the only only high-definition... Of the original Star Wars, though. It's the only one it exists on. Anyways. What else? I also... Oh, we didn't talk about Apu coming to the house (laughs) for the open house. Can I rifle through your magazines? Use your restroom? I got the whole thing. So he would... Like to use their restroom, flip through their magazines, rearrange their carefully shelved items, and handle their food products in an unsanitary manner. And my favorite part about it is that he does not go in to do this. No, he He just goes, huh, now you know how it feels. And then he runs away. Thank you, come again. Thank you, come again. (laughs) Yeah, there's a reason why I picked this episode. It's very funny. It's just, it's a very... It's funny jokes, right? Mm-hmm. One yes. another. And we haven't even gotten to Hank. We haven't yet. gotten. Right. We haven't even gotten yeah. Hank yet. Hank like, Scorpion. <laughs> so with the the VHS tape, though, I love you know they're showing all the wonderful things and everything, and at the very end, Cypress Creek, where your dreams come true. Your dreams may vary from those of the Golden Corporation, subsidiaries, <laughs> and shareholders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very clearly a very developed like only exists because this company is there, mm-hmm. like, and there are those kinds of cities, yeah, sort of towns around. Um, did you guys have any thoughts of what Barton, or not Bart, when uh, Marge and Homer are at the kitchen, in the kitchen, and they're talking about the house, you know, starting to fall apart, uh-huh. and Bart falling through Bart the kitchen ceiling. Bart falling through the ceilings. Right and there too, yeah. Marge just yes. poking them back yep. up with uh, the broom. And I just love yeah. to Bart, little help. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then they just abandon the house. It's like, yes. well, we're not going to get our money back on it. We'll never, we'll never be able to sell it, and it would never pay off the mortgage. Right. Oh. We'll just abandon it. Just abandon yep. it. Just the abandoned bank, it. It's the bank's problem. <laughs> they can deal with it. I do have a friend that did that. I won't say who it was. I mean, you guys probably know, but who basically was like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to afford this house, and there's nothing I can do about it, so I'm just leaving. <laughs> and just took off and, you know, actually had no rights to the actual home because of something that had happened. And just um, said, they I'm just out. said, yeah, I'm done. And just let the house go to disrepair, and it's the city's problem now. <laughs> but, I wonder all right. if that house still exists. They call those zombie properties. Yes. 
All right, yeah, Zombies. and this is a pretty quick Zombies. act. Yeah, pretty quick, because this episode is very heavy in Act 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Acts 1 and 3 are both pretty short. Yeah. So we really get into the bulk of things with Act 2. So does anybody have anything else with Act 1? No, and whew, what an Act Act 2 is. It sure is. It's a doozy. There's a lot that happens in Act 2. Mm-hmm. So Patrick, why don't you tell us what... In Cypress Creek, Homer's new boss, Hank Scorpio, stops by the family's house to introduce himself. Scorpio (laughs) immediately takes a shine to Homer and makes him the chief motivator in the nuclear division, yet Homer inexplicably does not realize that Scorpio is, in fact, a (laughs) supervillain. You don't say. (laughs) Meanwhile, Bart starts school, but he soon finds that his new class is far above the standards of Springfield Elementary and is sent to a remedial class. Marge tries to go about her daily chores, but as the new house does everything automatically, she turns to drinking wine. <laughs> there we go. Like, All right. You like these moccasins? There are a pair for them in your closet. You don't like the moccasins? I don't either. I'm going to throw away this shoe. Ever see a man throw away a shoe? Yes, I once. have once. <laughs> yes, once. I, Homer's just like, yeah, yes, once. That whole segment. That feels like a line where, like, Dan Castle and I was like, I don't know what to... This is good. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that whole segment of so Hank Scorpio mm-hmm. coming in and introducing himself, like, my initial thought was, does he have ADHD? Because <laughs> he is all over the he place. He so fast. It's such a crazy you know, delivery And of, of course, the part when he's handing them the basket. He yeah. goes, try the papayas. They're juicy and full of <laughs> papayin. Makes you strong like papay. Papay, papayin, papay, papayin. See, same thing. Same. Ah, forget it. <laughs> but you know, one of those redwoods can cover, can cover an, an entire, entire day's, day's worth of vomit at Disneyland. It's that's yeah, <laughs> which I have to say I don't, I don't think Disney actually has people throw up as much as as you might imagine. I don't know. They I don't just know. Cover it up well. They do I'll well. I'll tell you. I do know a few children who have thrown up at Disneyland. Me being one of them. <laughs> of course. Disney World. Disney World. Hello, therapist. Um, but London when she was a baby, well, baby toddler. Not not a baby, not quite an actual child. Um, <laughs> Is that a song? Yeah, <laughs> yes. A real song. Um, uh, we went to Disney World, and it was right after like we got off the plane, because you know there's that weird time of getting off the plane and then getting actually to your room. So we went, well, we're going to go into the park. We went on the Dumbo flying elephant ride, and she threw up. In the ride? Yeah. Oh. Well, they're good about cleaning it up fast, so I guess maybe there's... Well, they have all that sawdust. (laughs) It was real sad. Uh, I also like how the Simpsons are on Maple Systems Drive. 15201 yes. Maple Systems Road. <laughs> That's, again, it's that whole, like, oh, very clearly a developed, created yes. community. Mm-hmm. But what a beautiful home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. Like, a beautiful home. And it's just, they just get the house. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And for whatever reason, um, apparently that street address um, is Ket, writer Ken Keeler's favorite street name in the show. It's a good street name. It is. It is. Uh, but... Don't don't call him the boss. Don't call him Mr. Scorpion because his name's Scorpio. <laughs> He's just like you, except he comes in later, gets paid more, and gets more vacation time. Exactly, <laughs> just like me. <laughs> but he's delivering fruit during a fun run. That's 
we don't have bums, and if they did, they wouldn't rush. They'd be allowed to go at their own pace is really such a killer line. It is. <laughs> Another good line. My butt is for sitting and not for kissing. Yes. <laughs> Maggie's poor swingamajig. Oh. Is, oh. So Maggie's terrifying. not enjoying it. It's the it. only Maggie we really get the whole episode. Yes. And it's so sad. <laughs> She's just reaching for the stop yeah. button. She can't yeah. get it. Yeah. It feels like it speeds up, too. Yes. Like, I feel like the sound goes faster as she's... Mm-hmm. And I just love the name of that, too. Swingamajig. Swingamajig. <laughs> like, it's great. Yeah. But, and then this is when we first see Marge turn to the drink. Yeah, well, and- first she's like, I guess I'll go upstairs and make sure the beds are still made. <laughs> yeah. Like, she doesn't start drinking right away. That's but, right. Yeah, it does It's a little bit later into up. that. But, and I just love every time they do that, just the ominous music when dun, she dun, takes dun. a sip. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's hilarious. But, it let really me, me but let me tell you, Homer has a good job. They're in this beautiful house. They have three children, and Marge doesn't have to work. Marge, what are you complaining about? <laughs> right, I'm, right, nowadays she'd have a reality I, yeah. show about her. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an episode. There you go. The Real Housewives of Cypress Creek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I really enjoy also Homer's first day at Globex. Oh my god. So good. Yes. There's no walls. <laughs> I didn't even give you my coat. The coat on backwards is still one of my favorite yes. images from this whole episode. It's so funny. And, and, yeah, and I just love Homer's reaction to you huh? looking around like, oh, uh, what? what? Uh, yeah, we don't believe a wall's here. Yeah. <laughs> I was the first guy to wear jeans with a coat. Now they all do it. You ever hear a Mike Milken? Uh, no. <laughs> I, in fact, then decided to look up who Mike Milken yep. is. Who is he? It's not good. No. Oh, no. Uh, Mike Milken was indicted for racketeering and securities fraud in 1989 on an oh. insider trading investigation. In a plea bargain, he pleaded guilty to securities and reporting violations, but not to racketeering or insider oh, no. trading. Mike! He was sentenced to 10 years in prison, fined $600 million, and permanently barred from the securities industry by the U.S. or by the SEC. But you know what? Mike's out now, so maybe his, he's a listener. His sentence was later reduced Hi, Mike. to two years for cooperating <laughs> with testimony against his former colleagues. He was then later pardoned by Trump oh. on February 18th, oh. 2020. Hmm. All right. Well... We'll, we'll just leave our comments out of that section. Yeah. <laughs> Mike? It's like, wow. I mean, and a lot of that had already happened by the time this mm-hmm. episode hit. So it was just like one of those, like, hey, somebody might catch this reference. Right. Heard of Mike yeah. And then be like, he's actually kind yeah, of He's evil. a bad guy. That so, should be an early clue that yep. uh, mm-hmm. that Hank is, is not a good guy. Yeah, Homer int- being introduced to his team mm-hmm. and is told, yeah. share years of experience with them. Well, that shouldn't take long. <laughs> you guys work any harder? Yeah. It's just faster. Yeah. Yes. It's just faster. It's not harder. <laughs> the Hank and Homer trust fall is really... Oh, hang on. I gotta get this uh, phone get call. <laughs> oh, don't don't chalk that up to trust. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> ate part of my lunch. I, I love How much it? of it? Oh, no. When did that happen? How much of it? I love how he's like, oh, there's a guy on the floor. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but again, that should that kind of hints at okay, maybe he can't be trusted. Yeah. Which again, yes, he's responding to a phone call, but 
But yeah, he's just such a friendly guy that you're <laughs> like, oh, he's just a nice guy. But yeah, yeah, if there's little itty bits under the surface that you're like, oh. Yeah. But no, and Patrick, as you were just mentioning, I love that joke of the phone call because it sounds like it's something really serious and everything he's saying. And then, as you said, the reveal that, oh no, just somebody someone ate, ate part, part of, of my, my lunch. Part of my Not lunch. all of it, right. just part of it. Yeah, to, <laughs> to listen to it over again is great. And he immediately is like, I have to go take care of this. <laughs> um, can we, we, I feel like we... Got to go now into Bart's school. Bart's oh, Cypress school. Creek Elementary. Studynet.edu. <laughs> Which apparently they said is like one of the most dated jokes. Yes. Because they were like, schools didn't have websites back then. Right. Um, and so now I did a little bit of research on that. It's so not a real website. It is not a real website. It is non-existent. Can't and, be a real website. Right. It can't be a real website because in order to put edu in the ending, mm-hmm. it has to be a four-year post-secondary institution. Yeah. So Fox could not legally utilize yeah. that website. Unless we had a school called StudyNet. Yes. A four-year, <laughs> four-year, four-year program. So, and as we've mentioned before, a lot of times when they do mention a website, it is yeah. an actual site that Fox utilized yeah. at least for a short time. Um, so, but this was not one of those instances. I was really hoping I would be able to find something on it, but I really like, I like all of Bart's classes. His first class is real fun where there's yeah. like the, there's the hip kid. Oh yeah. He there's, likes his style. You got a fresh sound to play well at this school. There's clearly a great value Millhouse. <laughs> yes. He's like, Hey, do you have a best friend about it? Cause I've been looking for somebody to boss me around. <laughs> he like taps his yes. chest and I still love it. <laughs> I, I love Bart trying to read the curse. Oh, the teacher. To Wintum and Jowy word. <laughs> and the teacher's so nice about it, too. Yes. But also, you're going to get me spent to a remedial class because you can't read cursive? Listen, once again, 1996, things were much different. We still wrote in cursive. In that. Yeah. G- kids gather around and let Nana tell you the story about cursive writing. Oh. Okay, boomer. But I do love the joke when they don't ever, I don't think they ever say who the te- what the teacher's name is. No, the new no. teacher, the second but teacher, they don't. But when he pulls Bart out into the hallway, and they're having the discussion yeah. about cursive, and he goes, you never learned cursive handwriting. And oh, he goes, well, I know, I know hell, hell and damn and, damn and, bit. and bit. He goes, no, 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 no. no, no. no. Cursive script. <laughs> cursive script. And then, oh. is, do you know the multiplication tables? I know of them. I know of them. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Bart's class is is great. The leg up program. The leg up program. Uh, Warren is a menace. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we have well, we have the Canadian kid. We have Gordy. Gordy. <laughs> Can I just say <laughs> the best? Ed the Patrick, best little joke. You and I have quoted this many times, and I don't know why I love it so much, but just I moved uh, here from Canada. <laughs> they, they think, think I'm, I'm slow. slow eh? hey. <laughs> we are very close to the Canadian border here at. So it's come to this. Guys. So we've had a lot of... Don't stand for this. Don't let that... We've had a lot of interaction with the Canadian population. Guys, we, we, li- we I love feel like Canada. We, yeah. we, no, it's we, not love we don't Canada. love Canada. No, we do We love just Canada. appreciate the Canadian We jokes. don't think yes. you're slow. A lot more. Eh? But yeah. no, that's what makes this joke so funny. Is like, that's the what they think. prolonged A... Because he says, they think I'm slow, and then just the prolonged A just makes it really funny to me. Canada, you have Ikea. Yes. You do. And yeah. we don't. You guys are doing well, better than We have it here, now. just not here. It is in the United States, right. just not here. Not around. But uh, I, I also remember, like, 
And just them calling him Gordy. Go- is... Yes. Yes. I mean, they don't. That's well, no, good. He does, she does point to him, yes. so I guess they no, I, confirm. Right. It, yeah. But yeah. that. Who it's... else would be named yes. Gordy? Exactly. That's the thing. It's yes. the obvious fun hockey Canadian <laughs> yes. joke, like. But going back to that line again, I just remember, like, when I was a kid, and whenever I would quote that line, I slowed it down. Because I always thought it was, that was the joke. He's saying it's slow. Oh. But he actually doesn't. He does No, he doesn't. And he just says A and just prolongs it. And just and then, yeah, the other girl, she fell Dot, off the jungle who fell gym. fell off the jungle gym. Who is she woke up. She very much female Ralph Wigga. Yeah. There's Warren who starts fires. I start fires. Menace. <laughs> and then hits Bart. Yes. Uh, I And I always still love this line. Get out your circle of paper and your safety power. <laughs> And they really do have circles of paper. I don't yes. know exactly know what a safety pencil is, but it's right. just the imagery of that. Um, Bart makes a very good point about remedial education. Right. Here. It's like, how are we going to catch up to the other class if we're going to go slower than that? Right. That doesn't make any sense. Cuckoo. 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 know all their names. Yeah. <laughs> Melvin. and yeah. You know what? Sounds to me like someone's got a case of spostas. <laughs> <laughs> This is where Marge starts drinking too. That's yes, where we first get to see it because she's because they. Well, everything's she, done. Everything is doing yeah. itself. She should be happy though because Homer's increased productivity by two percent. That's true. Due to donuts and the possibility, the possibility of more donuts, of more donuts to donuts. come. <laughs> um, we get to see Lisa first. Really, imbra- this is her. She's really excited. This is her yeah. storyline. She's excited because there's nature and it's beautiful and lovely, and she gets to see an owl. And a northern reticulated squirrel, and you are so reticulated. Which doesn't exist, but... <laughs> but, Miss Owl, why are you doing you're out, out you're too out early? You're kind of early. It's such... And then a the owl... dark image, yep. and I love it. Picks up the f- squirrel. They're probably friends. They're no. Gonna go, like, no, they're absolutely not They're going to have a meal together. And I, that. Well, it's not going to go the way the squirrel thought. I really appreciate that that's a joke that never gets cut out. Like, they mm-hmm. could have cut that one. Yeah. For time. Right. And they don't. And I like that because it is such a, it's great. Like, it's mm-hmm. so dumb to, to cut that. Mm-hmm. You do have to also see Lisa, I think, appreciate it until. Right. Like, yeah. Bart gets appreciated a little bit, and then he immediately gets sent to the remedial class. Yeah. Like, Marge, oh, yeah, cause, is, cause Marge first, is liking all, having. All the armpit noises, he thinks he's yeah. the Yeah, right. he's going to be the big cat on campus. Right. And Marge should be embracing and loving this life where everything is done for her and she just gets to be a... Marge, know, if you don't like it, home, I'll take it. Stay-at-home mom with... You know what, though? In her mind, she, she loses all meaning. Exactly. Because no purpose. that was what she, you know, thought of herself as a homemaker. Marge, may, Marge may I suggest Vanderpump Rules? <laughs> Um, so the, <laughs> when they go out shopping, yes, mm-hmm. and then he's like, only, you know, executive type guys with big salaries like me can afford things like that. Wait, wait a minute. Guys like me? <laughs> I'm a guy like me. <laughs> I've used that line a lot too. I'm like, wait, guys like me? I'm a guy like me. <laughs> so I want to say just before that, this was a joke that I totally forgot about and really had me rolling. What's that? When they first get to the sports memorabilia. And Bart oh, says, the baseball. <laughs> a baseball made out of secretariat. I still re- yeah, that's what I, I still remember from a lot, many, many, so many So for any ago. of you that don't know, secretariat was a racing horse. Yeah. And so, the movie with Tobey Maguire. Yes. Very successful racehorse. Like, yes. Triple crown winner, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, very but unlikely they would have made I had forgotten about that joke. Into a baseball. 
and that really had me rolling. Yeah, I, I don't think it. I. I think the first time I ever saw this, I probably didn't understand the reference. That's I didn't probably know who, what it was. Yeah, you don't. I didn't know who Secretary it was. I didn't know much of horse racing because until. you didn't like Tobey Maguire. I don't even think the movie was out when no, this first it came out. I think it was like early two thousands. Yeah. Um, Homer puts on the hat to motivate his team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, team, it's the fourth quarter. The Lord gave us Adams, and it's up to us to make them dance. And they're tired. And they're like, "Oh, we're really tired from working hard to get the reactor online." Hmm. You guys need hammocks. Hammocks. <laughs> business uh, hammocks. Some, I'd, like to, I'd like to know where I can get some business hammocks. <laughs> hammocks. It's brilliant. And then he receipt he proceeds to rattle off a long list. There's Mary. I got him. So he can go to one of four locations. The hammock hut on third. Uh-huh. Hammocks are us, That's also on third. on third. Put your butt there That's on third. third. And swing low, sweet chariot. Oh, actually come to think of it, they're all in the same complex That's as the third. other three. The hammock the complex hammock on third. Ooh, the hammock, the hammock district. district. district which yeah. Homer is aware of. And don't forget Marianne's hammocks, which is nice because Marianne will get in the hammock with you. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and in the midst of all that, of course, we have a pause. And Homer, yes. has, and, and Homer turns around. And then <laughs> Hank, Hank is when this is when we get to see Hank is actually terrifying. Yep. Hank is in fact a super villain and he's on a video call with the UN threatening to blow things up. Yeah, I mean, he did blow up the fridge. Or no, the fridge. He did blow up the bridge. He blew up the 59th Street Bridge. Maybe it collapsed on its own. <laughs> we can't take that chance. You always say that. Always say that. I, I want to take, take the chance. chance. Fun fact, you actually can see the 59th Street Bridge from the UN building. Oh. I looked it up on a map and I was okay. like, oh yeah, there we go. Yep. So you can see him. It's intact? Yeah. Hank so didn't do there. anything? Hank did not do it. Perfect. But I just love the fact that the one guy's like, well, maybe it just fell down on its own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that part's good. <laughs> and just a little stupid joke that I enjoyed on um, Frank Scorpio's door. Yeah. Uh, Hank Scorpio, I said Frank. Hank Scorpio's door. Come on Hank in. Hank Scorpio president. Come on in. Come yeah. on in. <laughs> he's got a very nice open door policy, yes. even though he's dealing with... Uh, world villainy and world he's, overthrow. He's dealing with world overthrow, but he's not too busy yeah. for his employees. And really, that's the boss we all want. It's true. So <laughs> I just, true. I love the complete duality you get. Like, Albert Brooks does such a good job mm-hmm. being very terrifying as Scorpio when he has to be. But also but super then charming. But immediately switches back when he's talking to Homer, and that's when he says the Marianne's hey, It's that after that. So yes. it's like a sandwich around. Yep. So. Yeah, and then of course they finish the uh, the acts by going, do you know who invented the hammock, Homer? Uh, no. Well, that's something for you, Some, to, for, something <laughs> for you to look up. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Alright, we got anything else for Act 2? No, it like was. I, said, I don't think so. A great act. A powerhouse. Like, Albert Brooks is a machine. He's so good. He's so good. There's actually a, a documentary out about his whole life that just came out on yeah. HBO. It's called Defending My Life. Oh, you know what I think I have seen. You know, that. I was. He was just on Mark Maron's podcast, and I was listening to it. Of course you were, because you listen to ninety thousand podcasts. No, about ten. <laughs> Mark Maron. He has a very. He's. He talks a lot. He does. But so he's, do we. he's a very good interviewer, and that one with Albert Brooks was very good. And apparently, it was thirteen years in the making. Like he's he kept trying to get Albert Brooks on, and he kept pushing it off. Remember the movie Defending Your Life? I love that. Movie. I love that movie. I know. I've been wanting to watch that again because I want to watch it with the kids because I want to see what they think about it. Oh, they would hate it. I've always loved that movie. But right. 
All right. Act so, three? Yeah, act three. Let's get into it. All right. The Simpsons, excluding Homer, all come to despise <laughs> living in Cypress Creek as Lisa discovers she's allergic to all the elements of nature that uh. she loves. Homer continues to ignore his boss's supervillainy, and the family reveals their unhappiness and convince him to move back to Springfield. Homer reluctantly tells Hank he's resigning, all while Globex battles off a government invasion. <laughs> the Simpsons return to Springfield, where Homer discovers Hank has sent him a football team, but not the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Homer entering the lair so easily just to look for sugar yes. is fabulous. Like, and all and the sugar all that comes out loose. of the pocket. It's loose. It's yes. not in packets. Why does <laughs> so- you want some creamer? <laughs> like no, that could no, that no, no, could no. easily have been a line that they, he just made up, and then the animators were like, "Oh crap, that's not what's supposed <laughs> to happen." Uh, now they're like, oh. "He doesn't say creamer." No, just he sugar, says, right? "Would you like some cream?" Oh, okay. <laughs> and then Homer goes, uh, "Yeah, I don't think so." No, <laughs> which I didn't catch until this watch, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, oh my!" Yeah. <laughs> Oh um, yes, that always made me laugh, just him pulling loose sugar out of his pockets. Yeah. And of course, when he when Homer first comes in, and he goes, what's your uh, least favorite country, Italy or France? Because, uh, uh, France? France. Eh, no one ever no says one ever Italy. Says Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see the ray get adjusted yeah. after Homer says France. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bart's class playing musical chairs. <laughs> I like me, I like me, I'm as good as I can be with a smile and a wave and a happy melody. I'm as good as I can. And everyone's a winner! Because I counted it. There's seven students and 12 chairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's multiple chairs left. Yeah. Right? It's like, this is ridiculous. And I love that animation of the overhead shot, so you can mm-hmm. actually yeah. see how many chairs are left. And then we see Lisa allergic to everything when the, oh, the, the squirrel Lisa. blows the pollen at her. <laughs> and I really felt that because I'm allergic to a lot. Mm-hmm. And Lisa just be like, oh no, oh no. I'm it's... allergic to everything. <laughs> I felt that yeah. deep in my soul. So at first when I was watching this, I kind of questioned that. I'm like, well, how come she walked through the forest first time and had no problems? But yeah. she mentions, oh, the forest is in full bloom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now at this point, there'd be a lot more that would impact her where yeah. she walked through the yeah. first time. And that everything was fine. That stupid squirrel. squirrel. <laughs> Not very reticulated anymore, are we? <laughs> where, where's the owl when you need it? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It wouldn't be that same squirrel. Aww. <laughs> nope. <laughs> this squirrel's the jerk who's like, you led that owl right to my sister. <laughs> I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. <laughs> so then we jump, anyway. back, we jump back to the lair. The lair with and Mr. We meet Bond. James Bond. James Bond. Who it's Corey pointed Connery. Out. Yep. Sounds it's a lot not, like Sean Connery. Yeah, and looks like Sean yeah. Connery. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm a Roger Moore gal, but okay. Yep. And um, when Scorpio says, I don't expect anything from you except to die and have a very cheap cheap funeral. funeral. (laughs) (laughs) Then he gets out. He escapes. Pretty clever way to get out. Flips the coin. And then blasts the laser into four beams, destroying his shackles. Yep. Jumps, and then Scorpio tells him, hey, stop that man, and Homer... Jumps right in, tackles yeah. him to the ground. Good job. Not Homer. just stop him. He was supposed to die, he yeah, says. That's true. He's supposed to die. <laughs> and then Ooh. it gets really dark. Because Homer tackles him, 
Scorpio Gart. then like praises him yeah. and says, yes. locks him away. when he goes home, he's going to have an extra story, story on his house. On your house. And as he mm-hmm. walks away, all of the guards just stand there with the guns and literally just unload just, on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bond is done. He's done. That's why he takes the Eastern Seaboard. Yes. So yeah, then this is where we get the family basically saying we want to go back to Springfield because Lisa's <laughs> allergic to everything. And she can't even taste her mom's <laughs> delicious boiled celery. Bart's in a class with... Bart's in a class with... Come on. You I'm surrounded by arsonists and kids who have mittens pinned to their jackets. All year round. All year round. <laughs> and Marge has been so bored since they moved there that she finds herself drinking a glass of wine every day. Now, doctors say you should drink a glass and a she half. She can't bring herself to it. it. But she can't drink that yeah, she's much. She's so miserable. <laughs> I'll stand by it. And even Maggie it. looks kind of sad. She doesn't yeah. say anything, but she looks sad. I'll stand by it. That's a super nice house mm-hmm. that they got for free. Apparently, Hank added another uh, story, story to, it. to it. And Marge is having all of these things that were like pretty futuristic in 1996, but now everyone has a Roomba but us. Um <laughs> Ours is in the basement. I would I would take that house. Yeah. And they have three kids and she doesn't have to work. Marge, what are you complaining so about? What you're saying is even yeah. though Homer's working for a madman, you it's would just fine. look away because yeah. of the house and the things you're given? Yes. Okay. Well, we see where you stand on this. Yep. <laughs> you sure do. All right. So Homer does argue that he's finally good at his job. He seems way ahead of the weather machine and germ warfare. Right. That's I'm like, okay, now it's just absurd. <laughs> like, I get that you didn't... Okay, whatever, somehow your back was turned to the UN phone call, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know. What's going but on. you germ know. Germ warfare division. This is the... Listen, you're going to tell me Burns doesn't have a germ warfare division? I mean, I'm sure he does. does. openly advertise it. <laughs> And now I did see on the internet some people are trying to poke holes in this comment of course, because he's yeah. saying I'm finally good at my job, but they pointed to two jobs that Homer's had that he was good at. So he was good as a pin monkey. He at was the really alley, good as a pin monkey. And and Maggie fakes three, and also Mr. Plow. Oh. So, yeah. but I mean, in the end, he ends up being less successful. Yeah. Well, and he couldn't be Mr. Plow forever. Right. And. But he was good overall. The pin monkey thing was also he wasn't making enough money. Yeah. And, well, it was fine until Marge got pregnant with Maggie. Yeah, that's true. And then he had to stop it. So, and then, yes, then we get kind of the, it's kind of sad. sad. Where. Drags himself in all Well, before that, because Marge is just like, well, we'll do whatever you want. And it's like, that is a loaded question. Yeah. It's not, we'll do what you want. It's, you do what you want, but you probably do what we want. Yeah. (laughs) And then go ahead, you were saying him walking into... Him, yeah, he, he pulls the whole Charlie Brown real sad. <laughs> Sorry, Homer, I'm having a little trouble with the government. Oh, don't get me started on the government. Always, always going after the small businessman. <laughs> and the thing I love, too, is he's walking in, and there's clearly a giant yeah, battle going on. Absolutely. Around. Right. There's a melee. Worse and worse and um, worse every time. Like Ursula Andrews' uh, character from Bond, I forget her name. Miss Good Thighs. <laughs> she, she's killing a man. 
Oh, the yeah. Bond girl. <laughs> she and it, the fat and actually the guy that she's trying to kill is supposed to look like Storm and Norman Schwarzkopf. Yep. Which I thought too. I was like, ooh, that's timely, and yep. nobody gets that except us. Yep. But see, see, kids, back during the Persian Gulf War. Gather around, children. Gather around. Uh, to get people on board with the war, they like kind of turned a bunch of the people in the military into celebrities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This guy, sergeant or general. Yeah. Norman Schwarzkopf. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had, they had trading cards. Oh my gosh, that's right. They had trading cards. For I the forgot Republic. about Remember those. Colin Powell. He was my favorite. I, yes, yeah. they. But they had trade. They had trading cards. Yeah. Like where you could collect, like, oh, here's here's your Storm and Norman, and here's here's your Storm and Norman. All these other, like this, all like, oh, it's Holly North, woo! Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time. We'll leave that discussion. It on was Ollie a different time. <laughs> there, there was probably a hard, there was probably a Henry Kissinger card in there too, and he's gone now. Um, I don't know whether time. I should say R.I.P. or not to Henry Kissinger. Nah, let him let him run. <laughs> he had a great voice. <laughs> that was it. And he, but he also lost his glasses in the bathroom <laughs> at the power plant. <laughs> and I believe he said, my glasses. <laughs> Probably needs new glasses. <laughs> Probably misses his glasses. Probably misses his old glasses. <laughs> anyway, we just took ourselves on a little tangent. Yep. Um, but yeah, so then Homer's the trying to have the discussion is... with Hank during the battle, and Hank is clearly distracted. He, but he's still giving Homer his undivided attention. He is. He's talking. He's very well, good at like, multitasking. Let people. your family go. You stay here with me. Shooting we'll go bowling. Yeah, we'll go bowling. <laughs> uh, I can't really do that. You know, you got to go with what your family needs. My favorite is when he has the button that says scald. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just dumps all this like acid, boiling yeah. on the troops, stuff on the troops. Ah. It's a fascinating, it's an exil- an exhilarating scene. Yeah. Because there's so much going on, and their conversation mm-hmm. is so grounded. Right. And normal, and just like, it's bizarre. But again, just the animation of Hank just like multitasking, doing mm-hmm. multiple things, like saying these very kind, nice things to Homer, and just doing these horrible atrocities, like when he throws the grenade, <laughs> the, the troops. And yeah. he's like, what's the number? I've never had to call my yeah. own company. Ask because, at the front desk. I've never yes. had to call my own company before. Yeah, because Homer, or Hank says to him, all right, call me if you need anything. And then, yeah, Homer's like, well, what's your, what's phone, your phone number? number? He goes, well, someone upstairs will help you. <laughs> and then the company. line, Patrick. Here we go. <laughs> you know what? If you could kill a few people on the way out, it'd I'd help really, me out a lot. I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> and, and Homer jumps, kicks the, f- the grenade. Yes. But then he jumps off, and he has the flame. The flamethrower <laughs> is still a great image. That's an awesome, awesome. <laughs> but and apparently he's successful. He is because we find out in the next. He scene takes when over the, the East Coast. Yeah, super villain seizes East Coast. Yep. When they come back home, it's on the newspaper. It's on the paper. It's and great. also, I appreciate that they come home to the tall grass. Yes. And like clearly, the Gave house has not been touched. The time has passed. Like it has well, been abandoned. Yeah. Otto's there. Otto's there. He's got to get his girlfriend. I called him Otto the Squatto. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Project Arcturus could not have see- succeeded without you. I love that. T- so Homer gets the telegram from Hank, and he's like, Project Arcturus could not have succeeded without you. This isn't the Dallas Cowboys, but I hope it's a, it's 
a little step in the right direction or mm-hmm. something like that. Yes. And then <laughs> we pan out. <laughs> it's the Denver Broncos are passing the football. Yeah, getting hit in the head, yeah, too. Yeah, not doing well. And he's like, oh, the Denver Broncos. <laughs> are just like, I think that's pretty nice to own the Denver Broncos. Why? It's, oh, you don't get it. And well, he's explain like, what, to me what's why. Yeah, explain to me why. You just don't understand football, <laughs> And also, I will point out, do you remember there was an episode prior to this where Homer had a dream of becoming John Elway? Yes. He plays for the Denver Broncos. That's true. So he should be happy. That's true. So, Corey, I don't know if you remember that episode. No. But... It's just a very random thing. Homer has a dream that he wants to be John Elway. Why? And he makes this, like, miraculous um, comeback in the fourth quarter because John Elway was kind of known for that. He was the quarterback for the Broncos. Okay. But he, like, takes the team on this drive at the very end, and they score a touchdown, and then they reveal that the score is they have seven and the other team has 43. Oh, no. He scored. No impact. But it didn't matter at all. (laughs) Nothing happened. Because that's kind of how they were back then. Yeah. um, And then, yeah, at the end here, the Uh, song at the end of the show. I I can take the song. So it was written by Ken Keeler, and it's a parody of various Bond themes. He originally wrote it to be three seconds longer (laughs) and sound more like the Goldfinger theme. The final Mm -hmm. version was shorter, and the lyrics were sped up. So apparently they originally wanted Shirley Bassey. Yeah, yes. sang several yeah. of the Bond mm-hmm. themes, but they couldn't get her to record the part. So, and then do you have the lyrics? Is I that do. What you said you have. Okay. Yes, Scorpio, he'll sting you with his dreams of power and wealth. Beware of Scorpio. His twisted twin obsessions are his plot to rule the world and his employees' health. He'll welcome you into <laughs> his lair like the nobleman, nobleman welcomes his guest with free dental care and a stock plan that helps you invest. <laughs> but beware of his generous pensions, plus three, paid, three weeks paid vacation each year. And on Fridays, the lunchroom serves hot dogs and burgers and beer. He loves German <laughs> beer. <laughs> It's just great. It is great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That takes us to the end. Anybody got anything else? No. No. All right. You have ratings? Uh, I do not have any ratings. So after its original broadcast, You Only Move Twice finished 50th in the Nielsen ratings for the week of October 28th through November 3rd, with a rating of 8.5, equivalent to approximately 8.2 million viewing households. And that was the 50th rated episode or show of that week. That's crazy. 8.6 million people and you're number 50 in the That's ratings. TV insane. was a different era. Yeah. Oof. So it was the second highest rated show on Fox that week following 96. Any guesses? Beverly Hills 90210, Melrose Place, X-Files it's maybe? X-Files. Yeah. Yep, X-Files is the one. So, all right. Patrick, this was your episode. I just it I do. I love it so much. I would have to say uh, I, like this is again it was one that I'd wanted to pick for a long time mm-hmm. and every time I watch it I appreciate it more um before the episode Brian and I were talking about like things we noticed I had never noticed him kick the gr- the grenade away right uh when Homer's leaving the lair mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just so funny and I honest I feel like in watching it this time picking it for this episode it's in my top 10 like it's Albert Brooks just destroys this yeah. episode. Like, in a similar way to Kelsey Grammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it comes on. Yeah, Even though, like, much. Al Brooks plays lots of different people, but, like, man, Scorpio is such mm-hmm. a fun yeah, character. Because that's the thing, too. Like, Albert Brooks, anytime he's been on, it's been good. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but this just is so far elevated. He's so nice. Else. He's so nice while also being this monster, and it's just so fun. It's right. a great divide. The whole the whole fact that Homer doesn't get what's going on, mm. that like, and we think this is going to be amazing. Like we saw the video just like they did. Like it's great, <laughs> and then everything is terrible for the everybody. <laughs> and like Homer, really, it's terrible for him too. He's helping a super villain right. take over the world. <laughs> like he just doesn't get. It. He's like, well, I'm good at my job. <laughs> like I'm getting the reactor online. Like, but what exactly did they want Homer to do? They clearly just needed a nuclear reactor. Like that's right. why I don't. I don't think it was like. But a, he doesn't give them any information. He's there to motivate. Right. So he's not yeah, actually there to really do anything, which also makes it even funnier. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Literally. <laughs> right. Know? It's just like, hey, work harder. Right. That's all you had to do. Like how much you're giving him a house and paying him this wild right. salary, and that's all he's doing is mm-hmm. like, oh, all right. Well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe it's um, maybe it's like a culpable deniability kind of thing. Mm, okay. Hank is secretly going to pin everything on all his managers and be like, I have nothing to do with it. Could be. And clearly, I don't think Homer was picked to be a patsy mm. because mm. they originally wanted to go to Smithers. That's true. And the only reason they picked Homer was he was, he was the next senior right, person. Senior, right, yeah. He'd been there for 10 years. So, and yeah. that did track because, you know, he got the job when Bart was a child and right. Bart's 10. Right. So it does track that it would have been 10 years. So, but, yeah. All right, Corey, thoughts? I forgot how much I like this episode. <laughs> it's a good episode. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good because of Albert Brooks. Right. I think if it was anyone else, it wouldn't be as good as it is. Right, right. I think it would still be good, but yes. I agree. It yeah. wouldn't be as good. Right. So, and yeah, for me, like, typically with most shows or properties when they take characters out of their element and they put them somewhere else i historically don't like it my best example for this is remember beavis and butthead um the movie oh beavis and butthead do america yes i did not like that because it took them out of their element and I never liked it. I know a lot of people in our generation love it and everything, but I just never liked it because I like when the characters are in their element and they stay in their element. I always loved the episodes where they would travel somewhere else. So this is the exception. And actually, with The Simpsons, I can usually say that when they take them out of their element, I don't mind it. Yeah, it's usually pretty good. But for me, and with this episode too, just the way that it was done, everything was done very well. Patrick, you mentioned kind of the fake out that they were making it look like, oh, they're actually moving. Mm-hmm. Like, this right. is a that real thing that's yeah. happening. Everybody saying goodbye. It's like, wow, there has to be a reason they're doing right. this. Yeah, like basically having all of their characters doing their send-off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and of course we meet new characters. So you're thinking like, oh, they're setting something new up for right. this family. And um, But no, this episode, as you both said, I'm kind of reiterating the same thing. Albert Brooks makes this episode 1,000%. Mm-hmm. So and also the fact of knowing that most of his lines were improvised mm-hmm. makes it that much better for me as well to think that like this wasn't even in the script. Right. Like that whole hammock thing, like I don't even think anybody even had that in the script. He just came up with it. Which is hilarious. So I I just can't say enough about this. It is so much fun. Um and just Again, Patrick, as you mentioned, just Homer being so oblivious to everything that's happening around him Mm -hmm. and just makes it that much fun. 
more fun. Yeah. And oh my gosh, it's just like I, I can't say enough about this. Yeah, I know it's right. just funny. It's, it's funny so bit after bit after bit after bit. Like, and not only that, but it's a good story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is. And again, this is another one of those examples. There's no B story. Right. No, the it's the family gets their own situations all the but, way through. Yeah. You know, and um, so yeah, I just I just can't say enough. This is a master class of <laughs> writing, and <laughs> like I feel like good for you, Schwarzwelder. <laughs> Good, for, Good you. for you. So now, I wouldn't necessarily say if someone's trying to get into the show, I'd show them this no. first. Because you have <laughs> no, to establish is, You have a to lot, appreciate the characters. But I definitely feel like this is an early episode if you're trying to get someone to like The Simpsons that you would show them. But definitely not like one of the first ones because you do have to establish who they are and things like that. But... Um, very, very good. Scorpio is just one of those rem- memorable characters. Yeah. Like, even though he's only been in this one episode... Mm-hmm. It, Right. He's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know what? He's still around. Yeah, so he could always come back. You know, it's not like Sherry Bobbins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's also airplane. a great character, but unfortunately won't be coming back. My first episode on Levant. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, but no, just, just all around, just, just great. Great stuff. So, mm-hmm. All right, so Act 4. Patrick, we'll start with you, because you picked our episode today. Um, I actually don't have one planned. Oh, no Act 4s. No. What, well, what about our the holiday season's coming up? All right, so the holiday season um, is coming up, so uh, we are pretty excited to do a lot of Christmassy stuff. I feel like this is going to be the first first Christmas where Benji really gets Santa. Like, he's really... This is the first year where he got Halloween and really understood him. And you're doing the Elf this Halloween. year, right? We have not officially started the Elf, even though it is oh, good. after... Oh, good. <laughs> I don't know that he get like, we tried reading the book the other night, and he just didn't have the attention span or patience for it. He doesn't quite get, like, the fully the things he can, can't do stuff. So mm-hmm. we're trying other Advent things. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, Lindsay and I decorated cookies last weekend oh, nice. for the holidays, and so that, it's like a little Advent calendar. Did he help you with you? Little... Or... No, <laughs> okay. we actually went to, like, a class, so that was pretty oh, fun. Nice. We got to learn how to... Like, actually, fill with icing. Like, I'd never used royal icing, never decorated anything before. And so I find <laughs> Did it he help you? No, screw him. No, he was at, he was at Grandma's house. We were at, uh... I find it interesting you made these cookies, yet they're not here. Uh, they are in, again, advent calendar boxes at home. <laughs> they're not just to share Fair enough. Nilly. They're for your child. I get it. He's more important than us. <laughs> I'm glad you've appreciated that. <laughs> Oh no, that's fun, and so, yeah, especially uh, like with little ones this time of the year, it's just yeah, we're real ex- we're real excited. Mm-hmm. We're gonna uh, we're gonna host Christmas Eve this year. Oh, oh. We've not ever done before, but uh, I wish we could host Christmas Eve. Yeah, no, we're we're at a point where we're like, hey, the house is actually okay. Like, it's a good thing you don't have relatives taking it away from you. Mm-hmm. Yep, hypothetically, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> and by allegedly I mean it happened. Oh. <laughs> hello, hello, therapist. Um. <laughs> but yeah, and for us, like, obviously, we're kind of well. We've been out of that mode for a while now, with the kids getting as old as they are. But it's there's still magic to the holidays. Yeah. It's not the same right. when they get older, right? Like and this. it changes. And, but right, Chris, I, I, Christmas is always still magical to me. Yeah, I agree. So, all right, Corey, Act Four. I hate the holidays. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> 
and I'm not going to get into magical. it, but it's 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 just generational. It's deep rooted. Yeah, deep-rooted. yeah. Um, but <laughs> I would like to say, welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Ah, <laughs> uh, I watched Good Burger too. It was. Let's talk about magical. Oh boy! <laughs> it was actually a lot better than I thought it was. Keenan Kel. Ah, Kel is still. I love it. I mean, Keenan, we've seen for years and years. Jillian. Jillian Bell was in it. Uh, Carmen Electra reprises her role as Roxanne. <laughs> if you know, you know. Some they want us to suspend our belief and believe that Kel. Or, I'm sorry, Ed, not Cal, because I believe Cal could do it, but not Ed. Believe that Ed impregnated someone at least four times because he has four children. And those children look a lot like him. They did a good job of casting. And not only a someone, but someone who looks like Ego Nuotum. That would never happen. <laughs> a trapeze artist, <laughs> meaning an artist that drew pictures of people on trapezes. Um,. <laughs> What what a what a what a fantastic movie! The cast was great. A lot of cameos. Lots of cameos. Uh, Leslie Jones coming in as Keenan's sister. Amazing. Yeah, that's my act. That was my act for. So we did also have a discussion where I said to her, "I'm like, wait a minute," and I tried to start to do the math here, and I said, "So how old were you actually when Good Burger came out?" And she told me, and then I was like, wait, should you have been watching at that time? And she goes, listen, I was doing stuff I shouldn't have been doing at that age, <laughs> but then I was also watching shows like the Mickey Mouse Club and Good Burger. It's a valid point. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and so, all that. And so that's just how it was. And I was like, all right, fair enough, fair enough. By so. the way, Keenan and Kel are my age, and people who are on the mickey mouse club are older than me yes, so but really no you, you no were, buts you were not the no targeted buts. okay the mickey mouse club, no buts listen the mickey mouse club i'll give to you no buts. that was right around the area where it should have been I no feel buts. Like good burger was meant for children younger than us listen at that time. i went with the mickey mouse club until it ended in 1994 which if you're doing math children that made me 16 why was i watching the mickey mouse yeah, club at 16 i don't know because I was watching it in the early 90s. I watched it. Sure. You probably loved Carrie Russell. Boo! <laughs> okay. Moving on. Good Burger. <laughs> yes. Go find it. Paramount Plus. All right. And now I'm going to follow up with something with I Good had Burger? on Act 4 last time. Because I said I was very excited about watching oh, Scott, um, Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim on Netflix. And I have to say, it was absolutely incredible. I absolutely loved it. It was a real good ending. Um, And again, I'm not going to ruin anything because as I mentioned on our last episode, Edgar Wright, who directed the film and is highly involved in this project, said, go in completely blind with just basically not understanding anything about what's supposed to be happening and you'll enjoy it a lot more. And I 100% agree with that. So the only thing I will say is, as I said the last time, it does not, um, it is not a prequel and it is not a continue forward. It is essentially the same story, but they do some very different things with it. And, and there are some cameos. totally on board. That were real um, fun. Yeah, but again, everybody from the original cast is back. 
and yeah, Corey mentioned there's some good cameos in it, and I am very, very impressed with it. It met all my expectations and more, and I might, I mean, granted, I've only seen it the one time so far, but I might say out of the the three Scott Pilgrim properties, the, the books, the movie, and this, I think this is my favorite. Um, and also one of the things I'll say too is they kind of updated some of the things where it wasn't necessarily problematic at that time, but you know, there's some things, you know, Scott dating a teenager as 23 years old and dating a 17 year old and, you know, but they kind of like talk about those things and, you know, they deal with them in a 2023 lens, you know, so, but, so if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. I very, very, very much liked it a lot. Um, so yeah, go see it. So on your couch, cause it's on Netflix. Correct. Yes. yes, it is on Netflix. And yeah, so we binged all the way through it and got through it all, but very, very, very entertaining and a lot of fun. So, especially if you like Scott Pilgrim, but even if you don't go check it out, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you hate Scott Pilgrim, <laughs> go check it out. Particularly if you despise Michael Sarah, go check it out. Please go check it out. Does anyone despise hate Michael watch. Sarah? Uh, Michael Sarah sometimes. <laughs> I feel like hates oh, Michael Sarah. You're probably right. <laughs> although I will say, although I will say this: if you don't like anime, you probably won't like yeah, it. Yeah. So because it definitely is styled in that style. But all right. So uh, before we call it quits here today, we have a new episode to announce. Yeah. So we are going to be doing since we are in the holiday season. We are going to be doing a holiday-themed episode, which is what we've been doing the past couple years. So we were kind of talking about it beforehand, because there we have done a few already, um, and we were trying to decide which ones we would kind of go towards. And surprisingly, Patrick seemed to really like an episode from season 23. Weirdly enough. And so we are going to be hitting you with... I mean, it wouldn't have been my top... It wouldn't have been my first Christmas choice, but there were a lot of Christmas episodes already done. But anyway... So we are going to go with Season 23, Episode 9, Holidays of Future Past. So, and we were very interested in that and why Patrick picked that. So you can tell us more about it next time, I guess. When uh, I, like ti- I like the time-traveling ones. Yeah. So, all right, so look, you'll look forward to that. Um, should be out just before the holidays hit. So, uh, I mean, we're in the midst of them right now, but... All right, so before we jump out of here, just remember, if you'd like to reach out to us for any reason, get us on email, so it's come to this pod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, so it's come to this underscore pod, and on Facebook, so it's come with the number two this. What about um, X? Don't talk about it. What about... Um... <laughs> what about what about Alta Vista? There you go. I was yeah. like, well, what's like I needed left? a good old What one. haven't you said well, yet? What have we not used yet? <laughs> <laughs> what about Alta Vista? No comment. What about Netscape Navigator? <laughs> See, now you're throwing out too many. You've got to save that for the next time. <laughs> what about Blogspot? Blogspot? <laughs> what about GeoCities? <laughs> That's what I need. We're big on, we're big on, on live my journal. GeoCities. I'm going to put all sorts of GIFs on there. Oh, wait. It's not, it's old. I'm going to tell. I'm going to call them GIFs. That's right. <laughs> no, never call them that. Um, and remember, um, you can find us wherever you find your podcasts. 
while you're there make sure to like and subscribe and remember we're also part of that super team of pop culture craze podcasters artists and musicians where we are all united to spread the gospel of rad stuff over at rad pantheon by going to radpantheon.com so check us out there as well as um, many other things like we said it's not just podcasts there's some music things there there's some artwork there there's artisans there. There's about six podcasts featuring Mike Alvarez. <laughs> There's yes. three. Three. And then he guests on a few. So, But yeah, so go check it out um, if you'd like to see not just what we do, but what other people do as do well. Do you want to see Dean? Here he is. There Come he here. is. Come here. Come here. So, Come here. Oh. All right. So obviously He's the gone. holiday season is going to be upon us. So we hope that you all have a happy holiday. Dean, it's no a holiday what season. what you celebrate. Or if you don't celebrate, just have a good time this year. I hope no one tries to steal Christmas Eve away from you. Yes. All if right. He's, if he's in large green, if he's fuzzy and green, he's really Invite good at stealing in. Christmas. That's what he's, he's about. He's a vile Invite one, him right? in. He's, I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. 39-and-a-half-foot pole. Stink, stink, stunk. <laughs> All right, so let's get out of here. Please don't sue us. That's, that's your that's your thing today. <laughs> no, I didn't even again. realize we were at that point yet. <laughs> Darn it! <laughs> I just said let's get out of here. <laughs> Dean is Hank's. Darn it! All right, let's shoot, let's go back. Let's let's re-cue that. All right, so let's get out of here. Everybody, get out your circle of paper and safety pencils. You know what? Somebody really ought to build a town that works. <laughs> they did. <laughs> All right, we'll smell you later, everyone. Say goodbye, Bye. Dean. Bye, Dean. Uh, I was I was tricked into clickbait. You sure were. Because there was a article saying Marvel actor drops out, and it was a picture of Simu Liu, and he was supposed to narrate some Epcot thing, oh. and he dropped out of that, and I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> this this was a waste. This was a giant waste of my time. Um, That's what the definition of clickbait is. But I think he had a promo code. So What's the promo code? I didn't see I'm it. Look up. It was a while ago he posted it on Facebook, so I'll cut this part out, and we'll mm-hmm. put that in there if I can find it. Do you want to say it, or do you want me to say it? You I say it. I have it right here. You say it. All right, so I'll put this in where it's appropriate. <laughs> so also, guys, um, in response to Mike shutting down the Etsy shop, he did post on Facebook recently that he's decided to get 50% off your total order. Oh, never mind. That's until December 1st. Ah. Oh. <laughs> never mind. I'll cut this out. <laughs> None of that content was good. <laughs> Way to go, Brian. I thought it was going a little bit longer than that. <sighs> so it's literally, it, it expired on Friday and it is right. Sunday. Awesome. And this episode will be out way too late. Or mm-hmm. I could just like say that anyway. Be like, hey, you get 50% off, <laughs> but it's tra- already expired. You can travel back in time. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get back in time. <laughs> to... <laughs> All right. We'll edit it into the last episode. <laughs> so good for you. Good for you.